Ho, ho, ho. We crap. We made it. <laughs> I'm Drew here with my best friend, Derek. Ashley is absent this week. We'll explain soon. We just got back from November 23rd, 1984. The past. Derek, uh, what were we doing there? Well, each week we travel back in time to the best year ever. 1984. To watch whatever movie just hit theaters. And maybe go sit on Santa's lap. Yeah. Papa Santa. So Derek, <laughs> even though we went to the mall last week, Derek insisted that we go to the mall again um, because Santa set up, set up his shop in the, oh, yeah. in the mall. It's that, it's that time of year. So um, unfortunately, when we got there, the line was super long and um, we were going to miss the one showtime we could find available for silent night deadly night so derek and i skipped out on the line but ashley's what still there yeah she was holding our place and yeah uh, she's she didn't come back with us so yeah we forgot to <laughs> we forgot to go get her i mean she's a big girl um that is <laughs> super into seeing santa so i'm sure she'll i'm sure she'll make it back uh, for next week but yeah, are you disappointed you didn't get to tell Santa what you want for Christmas this year? You want to tell me? <laughs> That's creepy. Uh, yeah, I am disappointed, but I did ask Ashley to ask Santa for me. Mm. And it's a Second Red Rider BB gun. Wow. Okay. You're really um, leaning into your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Just something we approve of. <laughs> um, okay. Enough about that. Why don't we um, see what we saw? The night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung nice. by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Remember, he only looks like Santa Claus. You've made it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. <laughs> Halloween shout out. Night, deadly night, rated R. Starts Friday at a he theater when near you. Naughty. Boy, does he. So hopefully that's not the type of Santa that Ashley went to see, um, or maybe she won't be back next week. Um, yeah. What was that, Derek? So that was a trailer for Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, it just so happens to be our third movie in a row with Night in the name. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is rated R for nudity, violence, gore, profanity, and controversial, frightening, and intense scenes featuring Santa. Yeah. Yeah, we can... <laughs> Just get this out of the way right now. The movie was pulled from theaters um, a week before we went back to see it. So we did manage to find a a theater that is um, unsanctioned showing showing the movie still. But for most of the country, this movie is already out of theaters as of November 23rd. Um, it's not even the first movie featuring, you know, there was a movie called Christmas Evil. They came out four years earlier with a killer Santa. I think apparently the problem here was that they were advertising for it during like family shows, like Little House on the Prairie. And so <laughs> a bunch of parents uh, got up in arms and got it pulled from theaters. But we we got managed to see it anyway. Um, yeah, we we're lucky. Lucky us, yeah. So if you're looking at the poster, it's a beautiful scene of Santa climbing down the chimney, as he does, except he's holding an axe. <laughs> um, if Nightmare on Elm Street gave you sleepless nights, and if Halloween made you jump at every shadow, and if every Friday the 13th was more frightening than the other, then beware. So the poster's wow. really leaning into its uh, slasher roots slash movies it's ripping off. Um it does say for mature audiences only. So tagline, Santa's here. <laughs> That's it. It's short, but effective. <laughs> yeah. Um, why don't you sum up the movie for us uh, in as few words as you can? Little Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Little Billy witnesses his parents getting killed by Santa after being warned by his senile grandpa that Santa punishes those who were naughty now Billy is 18 and out of the orphanage, and he has just become Santa himself. And that is straight from IMDb. There we go. Yeah, that, that pretty well sums it up. Um, he is out to punish people. He likes to say, punish. <laughs> Naughty. 
Yeah, he likes to, he has a pretty limited vocabulary. <laughs> when he's in killer Santa mode. <laughs> yeah. What was your backstory with this movie? So, n- not really much, but I do remember perusing the horror section in Blockbuster when um, before DVDs and Blu-ray and all that. So I, mm-hmm. I do remember seeing this on the shelf, uh, VHS in VHS version. Yeah, that that uh, scene I was describing on the poster, it was actually the VHS cover um, I was looking at, but I'm pretty sure it's same poster, maybe different words. But it's, do you remember that that image of Santa climbing down, you know, his arm sticking out of the chimney with an axe? Yes, I definitely yeah. do. I For some reason, I remember the covers of albums and um, DVDs and VHS, and that, right. that one stuck with me. Did you, why didn't you rent it? I probably did, and I just don't remember it, to be honest. Would um, you have been allowed to? Yeah. My, oh. my dad probably would have let me yeah. at the time. Well, good for you. I watched um, Chucky, for God's sake. Yeah. Way worse. <laughs> yeah, but this is more hardcore. I mean. Yeah. I'd say. It's more, you know, like gross violence and sex, and it's pretty much, well, we ran through the, the rating earlier. Um, <laughs> it's got it all. For me, but, I... Uh, I had not seen this movie before. I had been wanting to see it for the last several years, but um, wasn't able to stream it. So thank goodness we found this time traveling technology to, yeah. to make it easy mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to, to see. Um, but including, you know, Gremlins, most famously from this year, there's a nice like tradition of christmas themed horror movies they're not always about killer santas but just setting horror movies around christmas kind of starting with black christmas that movie that uh you oliver and maybe logan and i watched you remember that one yeah yeah is that the one where they're the murderers in the attic yeah yeah Yeah. exactly and he's um that one's from the early 70s i want to say so pretty pretty ahead of its time (laughs) um on the evil christmas movie bandwagon but then there was the one, like I mentioned, that came out in, in 1980. And then there's just there's just a lot of different movies set at that that time period. So it's a fun, like nostalgia nostalgia wrapped up in in horror violence. Uh, it's a fun. Like, what was the um, the snowman murder or the snowman slasher? What Jack Frost, that? maybe. I think Jack Frost was like the PG version. I always mix those families. two up. Yeah, <laughs> there's. Maybe there's like there's one that has another a famous uh imagery on its poster where it's like a really disturbing looking uh snowman with a the a, a, like toothy grin you know what i'm talking about Mm-mm. that's the that's the killer one i'm pretty sure um he's like looking straight out and uh showing his fangs so. oh and he's got like blood around it too yeah something okay, like that yeah 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 Jamie can confirm it's called Jack Frost. So. <laughs> Our do, pod- um, podcast buddy that's just hanging out in the background. Yep. Number one fan um, and <laughs> frequent guest. So <laughs> let's let's pick our characters. We've got a limited slate of fun choices here. Um, like most slasher movies, most of the characters are there to be killed. Um, but as far as the main characters go, we've got... Mother Superior, who is a pretty um, cliche, like evil nun character running the orphanage. Um, we've got the nice nun, Sister Margaret. And then we've got Billy um, in three different stages of his life. One, when he's a, a young kid. Uh, another one, three years later, when he's um, after his parents are killed by the first evil Santa in the movie. Um, and then we've got all grown up, Billy. <laughs> Muscle bound, capable of lifting small children to high shelves <laughs> in the store. Um, he makes for uh, a great stock boy because one of the job requirements is um, lifting boxes. <laughs> so to- yeah, like they don't want to hire uh, a person from the orphanage because they think they grew up too weak. But then Billy gets, then old Billy gets revealed. Um, to be really tall and, and kind of jacked. Yeah, the store owner was just immediately <laughs> immediately after he saw him, he's like, oh, yep, we got, we've got a job for him. Yep, you're hired. Buff Billy. Um, so we got Buff Billy, um, and then we got the creepy grandpa. So um, 
I'm really excited to talk more about the grandpa and how he knows what he knows soon. <laughs> but before we do that, Derek, which uh, character are you going to pick? Um, before I choose, I oh would yeah, like... play the sound. Yeah. <laughs> Buff yeah, Billy. So we're, we're, okay. Yeah. So at the Silent Night Deadly Night arcade console, yeah. you're selecting Buff Billy. Yeah. I guess I'm going to go with the nice nun, Sister Margaret. Maybe. Mm. Well, I guess if it's depending on the the nature of the game, Mother Superior would probably have like some strong fighting attributes. In her wheelchair, um, yeah, yeah, a signature uh, weapon, that being a whip, um, <laughs> that she uses primarily on kids. So, yeah, like I said, cliche, <laughs> but um, I guess if you're gonna go with Buff Billy, I'll go with Billy the Kid because yeah, he had a mullet, freckles, overalls, he like Conan as a kid. <laughs> he looked cool. I mean, yeah, I liked I liked his look. So, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears. We got both stages of billy covered mm -hmm. um let's let's go to our favorite and least favorite parts of the movie highs and lows um overall i wanted to just kind of point out some of the similarities this movie has with your you know we're in peak slasher moment in the 80s here mm -hmm. um like you heard in the trailer they reference halloween um where I thought, you know, in, in movies like Friday the 13th, which are just about like the plot of the movie is an excuse for showing elaborate and like weird uh, kills. I thought this one had some pretty interesting kills, which we'll which we'll recap soon. But where it is where it differs from Halloween for me is the fact that what's scary about Halloween, Halloween's actually a scary slasher movie, which a lot of them aren't. Um, is that you don't know any like Michael Myers is just pure evil in the sense that you don't know his backstory, at least not in the first movie. He just yeah. the movie starts with the flashback of him murdering um, his uh, sister and boyfriend. And then next thing you know, it's it's you know, he's in the in the mental institution and, and breaking out. And you just don't know, like he was evil from the start, whereas this movie you're evil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was just, you know, born that way. Um, and so it's like you're never it's never trying to make you sympathetic towards him. Whereas this movie, I really was confused. I couldn't tell. It gives you this elaborate setup for why Billy is damaged. Um, do you want to describe what happens at the beginning of the movie? Oh, uh, you mean the, the grandpa part? No, no, no. Before right after that, what happens yeah. to his parents? Well, so I do need to preface it with the grandpa part really quick. Sure. So his grandpa just says that Santa's going to come for you if you've been naughty. And so this kid is, and his grandpa's wildly insane. They go to visit him in an insane asylum or some sort we of have institution. have a clip for it. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus only brings presents <laughs> to them that's been good all year. To the ones... That ain't done nothing naughty. Doggy. <laughs> what a voice. What a cute kid Only at the time. Mm -hmm. Just wait until he gets older. All the naughty ones. He punishes. <laughs> it sounds just like the voice that um, uh, the lady in Us does when she's doing her, when uh, the, the tethered voice. Yeah. I mean, she does it a little. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little more extreme in us, but this guy is is, is making the most of his one scene <laughs> in the movie. Um, but yeah, what did you want to point out about him? Just how weird he was? Well, just, you know, so th this kid is just very frightened by what his grandpa says. Well, and, and then as he yeah. should be. I mean, well, my question here is, how did his grandpa know that and why? And why didn't he say that the year before or the year before yeah. that <laughs> and, and i mean how is he did, a prophet did, or something or is he linked to the killer no i i think th that's just a a flaw in the in the story <laughs> okay yeah, that's right that's, that's what i figured yeah just, kind of, just making sure i didn't miss something so um, but after that after um the grandpa scene they are driving home yep and uh 
the the whole family fa- father mother uh baby and yep. then this and then billy billy kid billy the kid are on a dark road heading home uh it's you know a long drive to get back home from the the institution where the grandpa's at mm-hmm. and there is a broken down cadillac or you know the car doesn't matter but there's a santa claus person dressed as sanny uh, yep. outside of it and they they roll up and santa claus seems like he needs help so they're going to help him out but then all of a sudden santa brings out his gun yep and uh they try to get away they crash the car santa comes up shoots the dad kills him uh billy gets away the baby's in the car and then he the santa claus uh rips open the mom's shirt to reveal her breasts as yep. an old slasher does mm-hmm. and then he slices her neck. Totally gratuitous. Yeah. And so Billy then understands that Santa, you know, truly does haunt or uh, hunt for the naughty. I mean, he's so yeah, for one, his grandfather, he was already scared and so when they were stopping to help Santa, he was like, you know, screaming for them not to stop. Yeah. Um, but like why would his parents have any reason to, you know, uh, not necessarily believe him, but think that, you know, this person's going to be dangerous. The fact that he's in a Santa suit works in his favor, makes him seem more um, innocent. And so, yeah, but of course, you know, this, I, yeah. I, I think that his grandpa was just fucking insane, actually. Now that I think about it, it's not a well, flaw in the story. I think he's just insane. And then well, he's insane sisters, in a way that's like that's tapped into some kind of truth, I guess. Or he's like just he's, insane and he said it, and this is just a coincidence. <laughs> wow, pretty big coincidence. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> like immediately um, coming true. Yeah, but well, what was weird is also the grandpa uh, won't talk. He's pretending that he's not able to uh, to talk anymore, so he doesn't communicate with the mom and the the dad. Um, it's not until they go away and leave Billy watching him that he goes into that creepy story. Yeah. The, when, <laughs> so the I don't even know he's, why he's faking. I don't know why he's faking his condition. Again, I think that we just chalk it up to insanity. Right. Well, so the, the other big thing is, you know, where Michael Myers is pure evil as starting as a kid, Billy wasn't evil until this traumatic thing happened presumably well so are we supposed to feel i mean we're supposed to feel bad for him when he's a kid um but when he goes to the orphanage he's also he's not dangerous at the orphanage he gets mistreated and abused by the nun and forced to like um meet a santa claus and that's he's just he's getting traumatized his whole life so when he all of a sudden flips into a killer are we supposed to like is that supposed to make him more sympathetic yeah absolutely yeah yeah no i, I mean, don't think he, it really he works had bad um bad therapeutic advice growing up and then the store owner was you know so at some at one point when, when he's working at the toy store he is kind of not forced but his job is to be santa right and then everybody's that, getting that kind drunk. Of, that's that's like kind of the final trigger. Well, well, everybody's of. getting drunk, and then his boss is like, "You are Santa Claus." Uh, you yeah, know, be Santa Claus, and then you know he kind of taps into that murderer Santa Claus and becomes just a, a light switch flips. Yeah, he's, now he's Jamie, fucking psychotic. Jamie was comparing him to Batman, um, but the difference would be that Batman like <laughs> has these kind of artificial lines he won't cross like he doesn't kill he doesn't kill people um intentionally um he just beats him up real bad um <laughs> but you know him having lost his parents early on and then fighting he fight he's fighting bad guys for the most part billy starts off um his first kill is a dude who is trying to um sexually assault or straight up rape his coworker. um you know they are like in a semi romantic relationship but she makes it very clear that she doesn't want to have sex with him and he's forcing himself on her and billy walks in billy and her kind of like almost flirting throughout the movie so there's a little bit of weirdness going you know jealousy going on there but for the most part he's helping her out right but he helps her out by stringing him up by christmas lights and strangling him yeah 
which is maybe a little extreme. While she watches. Yeah. And then she doesn't have a great reaction to that because maybe, you know, um, <laughs> murder is not the answer. And then he kills her. <laughs> and which is, I was surprised by how uh, like gross that kill was for some reason. Yeah, he describe took, it in he, detail. Well, after he strung, you know, hung the guy by Christmas lights, which is a great kill. Yeah, clever. Um, that was like, okay, maybe this is a bad, good Santa. But then exactly a bad man. Yeah. Uh, but instead of you know beating the guy up, he killed him. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I guess you know he just didn't like the fact that she was potentially making out or gonna have sex with this guy. He uh he gets a box cutter mm-hmm. and stabs her above the belly button and and yeah like slashes her up to like her uh, and of course her shirt's open because i think this guy also ripped her shirt open yes that's um, yeah that's when she was trying to say no to yeah having sex with him which yeah, is why so, he he deserved to die nobody else did that's i mean deserved to well, die is strong but in, yes in, he was bad in a film setting where there's no you know you could have tied him up with the christmas lights and you, you know yeah, like Batman there and called the police. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would that would have been that would be the bats move. Yeah. Um so yeah, I just any sympathy that we were building for Billy goes out the window pretty quickly when he yeah. you know, box cutters. Um yeah, the lady. So, before we go through the rest of the kills, I thought we'd um focus on something cheerful. Oh. Uh, once Billy gets his job, he there's a delightful <laughs> montage of him uh, working at the store with this song playing. There's always people who love you <laughs> that will kiss you and hug you and it's always Christmas on the warm side of the door. Now let's focus on this lyric. <laughs> always Christmas on the warm side of the door. Um, I th- Actually, when I heard it during the movie, I thought it... it, it I thought it was really creepy, but now I think it makes sense. How would you interpret that lyric? Uh, <laughs> no idea. I guess uh, I guess it's you know you've got a fire going, and it's Christmas if you're inside with your loved ones with the right, fire like going. You're if if you're outside of a house looking at the front door. Ooh, you're in you're stuck in the cold, and right. the inside of the house with your family, in the in the hearth. Is that the mm. word hearth? Hearth. <laughs> yeah. Um, is the warm side of the door. So yeah, great song, great montage. He's um stacking boxes. This is, I think, the scene where he lifts the kid to reach um Yahtzee <laughs> or something on the top shelf. He's pouring milk <laughs> at one point. It's a mopping. weird, it's a weird toy store. Well, it's it looks very fake. I mean, it looks very much like a set, right? Yeah, absolutely. And like three quarters, well, half of the movie takes place in in that. Yeah, a good chunk of it, actually. Yeah, yeah like a several of the murders. He kills basically everyone at the store. Um, yeah. They have their holiday party after, uh, you know, the last day of Christmas shopping is over. They all, yeah, they all get drunk, like you said. <laughs> and then he kills them. Um, and then Sister Margaret shows up just past the nick of time, the Saint Nick of time, um, <laughs> as it were. Uh, once we leave the store. Oh, wait. Goes, oh, are, are we going to talk about the murders? In a yeah. little bit. Okay. We're, yeah, we're gonna let's, let's I'll, do I'll it save now. my favorite. Oh, let's do it now. Yeah. Uh, bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Describe that kill. That's my fucking hands down yeah. favorite kill. Yeah. So this is still in the store. Um, one of the characters is like, I think, kicks him in the balls. He's mostly he's mostly carrying around an axe. I mean, up to this point, he doesn't. He's killed somebody with Christmas lights, a box cutter, and then an axe, maybe. Oh, a hammer. He hammers someone in the skull. Oh, yeah. Hammers. Um, but this person, he's, is it the um, woman? The older woman? It's an older woman that was uh, kind of flirting with the store owner. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what she was doing there, but she was. So she's there. almost getting away. She's chasing, he's chasing her around the store. She kicks him in the crotch. She runs to the door. Of course, it's locked. Well, and well she's... he drops the axe and she picks it up. Okay. So, and yeah, then she tries to break out of the the locked store right she's gonna 
axe her way out of the store, which I guess yeah. just means smashing the glass. Yeah. Um, but right as she's about to do that, <laughs> he shoots her with a with a bow and arrow, which probably not a good toy. Is yeah. A toy bow and arrow. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. Maybe that there's was some. I actually watched that kill. It was really interesting. And then she falls in fake snow, and her blood's dripping on fake snow. Yeah. In, in like this, you know, Christmas scene that's set up in the store. Yeah. And you can see the. Yeah, it's definitely not a toy arrow that right <laughs> pierced her chest and went all the way through. And then he like, I think then he just like smashes the door on the way out, right? He just unlocks it and then oh, okay. walks out. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I forget how he gets. Well, because I feel like when Sister Margaret shows up and everyone's dead, like she knew something was up with Billy because she had called to check on the store or something. Anyway, she's got a she's yeah. got a feeling. Um, it's similar again to Halloween where. Uh, Michael's doctor, Dr. Loomis, mm, is like yeah. always a few steps behind yeah. um, every kill until um, the end. So, yeah, she tries, but she fails. And now Billy is on the on the loose, roaming the streets. And his first stop is going to be <laughs> a um, illicit party. Well, not a party. Um, like a, a, a girl, a teenager um, is about to hook up with her boyfriend on a pool table. So, yeah, more sex. Um, but in a touching moment, she goes upstairs, uh, mid, um, hookup. She, she calls it off to go let the cat in because she can hear the cat, <laughs> which uh, by sleigh on the door. Yeah. By sleigh bells. Yeah. Oh yeah. The cat wears bells, uh, jingle bells. Well, and so, um, and so does, uh, Billy, the Santa murderer. Ah, but the cat is there. Yes. The cat is it's there. just, she also like, I mean, he's now she's just upstairs and he like axes through the front door right yeah well so the cat comes through and then all of a sudden billy shows up she she slams the door and starts screaming but then yes yeah he slams through the door music the is playing downstairs for some reason her younger sister doesn't hear it either so they sort of explain away that which gives us um her, our full attention to billy chasing her around the warm side of the living room um there's a fire going and above the fireplace is a um, what like a eight point buck. <laughs> I don't know how many points it was, but <laughs> it was enough <laughs> for him once again to use his super strength to hoist her up and onto the antlers, piercing her midsection and hanging her Ugh. like an ornament on a tree. So <laughs> that would have been that cooler. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, um, like hanging hanging somebody or like you know, piercing them through the chest and hanging them up on like that New York city gigantic tree. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been, they could have used more Christmas kills, um, yeah. but he mounts her on the, on the deer. And then the boyfriend comes upstairs. He basically just like throws him out a window. I, this part's a blur for me. I, yeah. I, I kind of forget what happened here. Um, but he, then the, the young, the young uh, sister comes out, doesn't see her sister um i don't think yet and billy has a nice touching convo with her um, where he asks her if asks her if she's been naughty or at all and she says no she holds holds strong so he gives her a gift what does he give her i forget i don't know why he gives her the bloody box cutter does he (laughs) he he gives her the murder weapon yeah i must have looked away during this like two minute sequence here yeah, yeah, it's happening fast and furious. Why? Why does he? Why does he give her the box cutter? I mean, it's I guess it's all he's got on him. <laughs> give but her, yeah. give her one of the bells that that you're, yeah, that are yeah. dangling off of your so, like, I mean, Santa outfit. He's not quite Batman level, um, morale on the morality scale, but he does have morals. Yeah. So if you've been, if you tell him you've been nice, and he can't confirm, and you don't have sex, of course. Yeah, um, he does not like you having sex, kids. Well, back to the orphanage uh, when he's a kid, he's like, I mean, first he sees his mom getting uh, almost raped by yeah. the Santa Claus before before she gets killed. Then he's uh, so he has a fucked up relationship with sex from that. Yeah. Then at the orphanage, he's peeping through a, a, a keyhole, keyhole. Yeah. At some people hooking up at the orphanage and Mother Superior uh, punishes them. Yeah. So he, so he kind of learned. Know, she, 
learned that sex was bad from her as well. Yeah, literally. I mean, that was that was her message. Um, and he also gets punished for it. Um, and he has these dreams. They show him having like weird sex dreams um, where Santa, like, I can't remember exactly, but he's the movie leans in hard um, to that trope of if you have sex, you'll die. So some of the other kills um, that stick out to you, you remember any? Um, oh, oh my God. Yeah. The, one of the, <laughs> the last kills those uh, there's two kids that are in the middle of the woods trying to sled, you know, at in pitch black dark yeah. <laughs> uh, and two bullies come up and, and kind of scare them away and steal their sleds. Yep. But they're going to get punished. Oh, they've been naughty. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when you steal a sled in this movie, uh, you get decapitated. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> seems a His... tit for tit for splat. <laughs> so, you know, one of the bullies goes down on the sled and has a good time. And then his buddy as you know, and is waiting at the bottom of the hill for his buddy to come down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when he comes down, he's he comes down, doesn't have a head. <laughs> and then the head comes rolling down after him. It was <laughs> so great. It was it was comical, but also pretty uh, creative at the same time. What so. do, what does uh, Billy, the murderer Santa, do to the other bully? I think he just axes him or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's pretty much using switched to the axe at this point for most for most of the kills. Um, I presume I, we don't see the decapitation, but I'm guessing he he used the axe for it. I'm oh, I'm imagining oh, the guy was the axe. Yeah, yeah, the guy was sledding by, so he used the momentum of yeah. the sledder against him. So he barely even had to swing it. I'm guessing. Um, before we wrap up, I was kind of wondering. You know, we've watched uh, movies, you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street recently, and and talked about other slashers. This one almost felt to me like the most cynical in the sense that it was like just trying to use sex and violence to his entertainment. <laughs> it didn't really, I mean, it had a story, like we're giving the backstory a lot of attention, but it was all just in service of, you know, like <laughs> kills and, and sort of cheap, cheap thrills. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think I it was mean, like a very artful movie. No, somebody was like, well, you know, actually, I would disagree with that. Okay. Um, kind of going back to, do, do you feel bad for Billy? Mm-hmm. I, it was an interesting premise. I, I didn't think the, the movie was, you know, not knowing anything about it going into it. Yeah. It was an interesting story that, you know, his parents got murdered. He's in an orphanage, you know, mm-hmm. gets a job. And then he kind of slowly turns into Santa because he's just fucked up because of what happened right i, I don't know i mean it, it's, you know it's not it's not an art film but it's definitely not a boring plot agreed um but i mean yeah, you know let's show some tits let's kill some people uh santa's gonna give some presents out or you know i don't know I, it's I, I just think it's it's kind of just a mashup of sure. like of all the different slashers that were that were coming out around the same time they're yeah, we even watched that one that I don't think anyone really liked that much. The initiation that took place um, mostly in the mall, uh, the sorority sisters. Um, that sounds right down your alley. Alex was here. You don't, you don't remember it? Don't. What was yeah. the? Well, we don't. Have well, it was. Yeah, it was. Anyway, it was just kind of generic. Obviously, it was so generic that <laughs> that you forgot about it. I oh, think I, this no, one. I think I actually dipped out. I don't think I okay. watched the whole thing. Maybe I didn't watch it. Um, it was too scary. This, this one has the Santa gimmick, which is memorable. I think this one has a great title. <laughs> yeah. um, so points for that. And the last line of the movie is, there is no Santa Claus. For what that's worth. Um, we should talk about the very end of the movie because it also left off uh, with a horror-style cliffhanger setting up the sequel of which there would be at least four <laughs> um despite this movie being pulled from theaters it was a success financially in its short time there um did you so you mentioned everyone that was in the car at the beginning of the movie his mom his dad they get killed his baby brother i wouldn't even i didn't Ooh, even know it was a brother that's was in they, the car yeah but they didn't 
address that the whole rest of the movie, right? They didn't know. Like he I was actually, at the orphanage, but they don't ever, ever interact. The baby was at the orphanage as well. Well, he is at the end. Hmm. Well, he's he's at the at the end of the movie. Billy gets killed. Yeah. Um, but wouldn't his brother have been older? No, I guess his brother would have been like, if he was eight. How old was Billy? He probably when would his have parents been, got killed. How old was Billy when his parents got killed? Probably yeah. like, yeah, eight. Okay, so his brother was eight years younger than him. Yeah. Um, and so he was Billy's. He was the age that Billy was at the orphanage when the movie ends, and he sees Billy get shot in front of him. Oh, right, right. Um, so evil Bill, you know, evil killer see. Santa Billy. Yeah. And so his brother at the end of the movie gives this really like creepy look and cut to the credits, set up the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Um if it wasn't it's for a that family, baby, there wouldn't a have family been a thing. One. I mean, it's 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 really tragic, actually. Not that this movie is like, you know, that emotional, but <laughs> Billy got fucked over, but he was at the age where he knew what was going on, what was happening to his parents. Um the baby presumably didn't really process what was happening definitely um, not it was way too young but he was old enough to see his brother killed yeah. um and trying to attack everyone so that was so now he's traumatized as well um to your point about it being a, having a little more substance uh, below the surface the the sister the good the good nun is having a conversation with the evil one and she and they're arguing like philosophically about whether or not past trauma can um damage the kid the the older nun is like he's fine just move on we'll just force him to sit on santa's lap force him to forget (laughs) yeah i will force him to we'll fix him yeah (laughs) and they the nicer younger um sister is like sympathetic and trying to uh you know treat him with therapy or something And and then the bad nun is like i'll take care of him right yeah, she's very arrogant about the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Well, I could use a break from our discussion of Silent right. Night, Deadly Night, while we tune our dials to NR84 for new release radio. I really slid down there. <laughs> is this the station? Yeah, yeah, here it is. This is where we give you a taste of what was happening this week back in 1984. Starting with a hit tune. <laughs> I will do Ooh. what I feel to be right. No more lonely night. Never be nice. Lonely night? Yeah, another night. Um, the song you just heard was No More Lonely Nights by Paul McCartney. Up three spots to number 11 on the Billboard Top 100 for the week of November 23rd, 1984. You guessed it. Ashley. And by Ashley, I mean Derek. What's <laughs> happening in news or pop culture this week? Well. I'm like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> well, your, uh, your favorite fast food chain, McDonald's, makes mm. its guests the number. Oh, it's 50 billion hamburger (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot of burgers (laughs) not only is that interesting but fred rogers of pbs you know the guy from mr rogers neighborhood presents a sweater to smithsonian to the smithsonian institution Mm, i bet oliver had a (laughs) a real celebration is is it a sweater or a cardigan um jamie yeah james well a cardigan is a form of sweater right yeah that's a, but taylor swift doesn't sing about a sweater she sings about a cardigan right so there's there's got to be a big difference big day also, for big Taylor day for all outerwear born today <laughs> just kidding <laughs> interesting <laughs> um uh what's what's the the box office looking like drew so um we've got a new number one supergirl 5.7 million we nice. did not see this movie, even though it came out this weekend, um, because the buzz surrounding it is pretty bad. So we opted for a slasher instead of Supergirl. Number <laughs> two, yeah, um, Missing in Action. I think that was the Chuck Norris movie, um, 4.9 million. Number three, Terminator. So we ooh, talked ooh. last week 
um, the Terminator was kind of a slow burn um, at the box office. It's up to 3.9 million and it went up 38% this week. So it's yeah. like everything else, you know, is going down and, and Terminator is actually making more money week to week. Um, number five, Night of the Comet, 3.2 million, still hanging strong. Nice. And number 10, A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1.4 million. So ah. there's one night movie that is not on the box office charts and it's the one we saw silent night deadly night because it was pulled from theaters lucky for us like i said we found a very very independent theater so independent that they mostly play movies that focus on how should we say the stuff beneath the santa suit um, uh, but they were showing this movie because yeah. it had enough enough tna um <laughs> to keep their their clientele happy DNA, so Jesus. We, we lucked out um i think it's time for everyone's favorite segment of new release radio frank the bike <laughs> this is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites this week's topic the movie Santa you want to believe in. We have a few contenders before we get to our choices. Derek? So, you got a nice Santa, bad Santa, badass Santa, reluctant Santa, and a Beat Street Santa rapper Santa. Yeah, those are kind of like the broad categories of Santas. Um, you know, under bad Santas, we have some sub categories of that. The sad drunk santa uh made famous by billy bob um psycho santa like in the movie we just saw and there's a whole um like alternate genre of evil santas uh, where santa's kind of like a monster like krampus swedish um, films yeah and it goes without mentioning that the obvious example for badass santa is a uh, hit movie beloved by everyone rise of the guardians you're welcome uh <laughs> Let's do let's do our choices, um, and we're gonna we're gonna fly through them. Um, <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, obviously the movie we just saw. That's kind of the the psycho Santa, traumatized kid um, turned into psychotic murderer. Naughty. There is no Santa Claus. Naughty, naughty. There is no Santa Claus. What did you a good a good horror movie killer always has uh, a catchphrase and <laughs> when i was watching the movie i thought it was more punish than naughty but there is a super clip or a, a super, super cut clip super cut on youtube of all the naughties throughout the movies and there's um hundreds <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that must be his catchphrase for me um we uh mostly myself and Oliver and, and maybe you've been part of this tradition every year we watch rare exports, which is a Finnish film, um, featuring a, this is sort of like the alt take on Santa Claus where you have this giant, um, demonic creature trapped in a block of ice that some corporation is trying to unleash for some reason. So here's a clip from that. <laughs> i mean the 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 santa genre work or the evil christmas movie genre works so well because you have all these like cliche phrases that you can <laughs> that you can play on so that's an instant marketing hook right there um what's your choice derek you know i was going to use the beat street santa rapper because it also came out in 1984 it just so happens that it came out in june perfect christmas movie right yeah, like Gremlins. Um, yeah. Um, and then I remembered about remembered one of my favorite films. So Jack Skellington as Santa. Merry Christmas. And what is your name? That's all right. I have a special present for you anyway. There you go, Sonny. Oh. <laughs> what a movie. 
Universal yeah. will love it also. Yeah. Have you ever gone to um, Disneyland during the Halloween portion of the where Jack Skellington takes over the haunted house? No, that sounds cool. I've only oh, been yeah, to was Disneyland once as an adult, and it was not Christmas season. Mm. We used to go to Busch Gardens, um, and they would do like a Christmas theme at the park in, in October, and then I think it would close after that for winter. It's the last hurrah. Um, so let's let's do this. We've got Ooh. Silent Night, the Psycho Santa. We've got my um, horned demon Santa. And we've got Jack Skellington. I should remind you before we rank these, this is the Santa you want to believe in. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to (laughs) win. Well, I I, guess they're all bad. Well, they're all bad, but they're bad in in fun and different ways. So I'm going to say Billy, the psycho Santa. I don't really want to believe in that version of Santa. It's not really a version of he's co-opting Santa because he had a trauma with them i i'm on the side of the parents who boycotted and got the movie banned here that um i don't want dare you i don't want the kids believing in this version of santa however the big horned demon creature in the ice with his nude um elderly male elves who also wear santa suits i think that could teach kids a thing or two um about how to be nice so yeah, I know that came out weird. Do your chores. <laughs> Be nice all year, kids. Yeah. Murdered. Um, do you remember? Did you watch that movie? Rare Exports. Um, we watched it like three times. In this, based off the trailer that I was able to watch while I played the audio clip. Now yeah. I I don't remember seeing it. Okay. I mean, make your case real quick for Jack because that seems like the obvious choice. He, at the core of his being, is not a murderer. <laughs> He's not, he's not going to kill great, people. Great argument. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's he lives in Halloween town and he just wants to, you know, have fun in Christmas town. Yeah, but but that's, you know, that's true. So I don't know. His his heart is in the right place. Obviously, that's what makes the film great. You mm-hmm. know, he kidnaps Santa. Um, but yeah, his heart's in the right place. He wants to do good for all the boys and girls out there. And give them like you know severed heads, you know shrunken heads, all sorts of weird shit. But he thinks well, he's doing the right thing. This is this is a monumentous day because not only are your is your choice not going to get dead last, <laughs> it's going to be first. Congrats! Woot woot! Yeah! Ho ho ho! Motherfucker! <laughs> Jack Skellington, number one. Yeah. Um, the demon from Rare Exports. No number way. Two. No, no, you are dead last, Drew. That you don't demon- think. The, it's scary, the, but I want to believe that that exists. Mo- oh, okay. I mean, I'd rather believe that that exists okay. than than Billy is out there just well, putting on a Santa suit and 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 hanging people on deer antlers. Well, that's just going to happen anyway. So I'll give you right. solid second. It's more. It's a more interesting world if somewhere in in remote <laughs> naked elves Finland. Yeah, there's there's Finland. Naked Sorry, elves. I said Sweden earlier. Well, I the, the movie's finished, but I don't actually know where that's where Krampus came from. Um, yeah, I just think that that's an interesting world to live in. So I'll, right. I'm gonna say that second, and then yeah, Billy, Billy, Billy the Killer number three. All right. Yeah, but good job. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm happy with my decision and winning decision. Time to move on. Okay. <laughs> Almost time to sign off on New Release Radio for this week and give our final thoughts on Silent Night, Deadly Night. But before we do, let's listen to a track that debuted at number 73 on this week's Billboard Top 100. Fun song. Yeah. Wow. That was Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters, a song, I believe, off the soundtrack for a soon-to-be-released re- soon new movie, Beverly Hills Cop. So stay tuned for that. Now, back to our feature presentation. Derek, in lieu of Ashley being here, <laughs> did you read the reviews for this movie? I definitely did not. I wasn't prepared 
I thought she was, I, I thought the line was not going to take as long as it, it did. Yeah. I'm guessing, um, but, yep, and can confirm, poorly reviewed. Well, all right. The whole look of it has now become haunting. It's so exquisitely evocative of an early 80s childhood. The toy shop scenes are perfect. A fantasia of Smurfs. <laughs> are you reading a review? Yeah. A fantasia uh, of Smurfs? Eve Tushnet from Pathios. I like I like the review above that one. Puts the axe back in Xmas. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Mike Massey with Gone with the Twins. Great blog. Um, <laughs> is similar, uh, had a similar, similar sentiment to me. Not high art, but a surprisingly memorable slasher. Yeah. <laughs> Most no mostly notorious for its box art cover of Saint Nick crawling down a chimney with an instrument of death. Silent Night, Deadly Night is another holiday themed. Jesus, this review is like three paragraphs. Never mind. Yeah, I'm but looking at some about of the, the box negative art. ones. Yeah, the box art is definitely memorable. Um, although Rob Vox at mania.com said it had its it had its moment and then vanished like all garbage does <laughs> Art. Um, i thought it was gonna say like santa does <laughs> yeah something. yeah it had its moment and then it came back every year for the next five years um okay well i'm guessing it didn't win a ton of awards but do we have any um derek degenerate awards santa slays award mm. That get it? would be that would be clever if it wasn't the title of a Goldberg, the wrestler movie where it's called Santa's <laughs> Santa's Slay. I don't know if it's Santa's Slay or Santa Slays, but well, that's called you know. I think I got a. that alliteration, that very short alliteration, Santa Slays, from one of the other movies that I was playing at the theater we went to. Mm, there you go. <laughs> um, don't open till Christmas. <laughs> Not alliterative. Um, <laughs> same same theater. I saw that that poster too. All right. Well, we'll leave um, alliteration to the pro um, yeah, when, she when she comes, comes back, back next back. week. Um, on a scale of one to eighty-four, how eighties is this movie? Factoring in music, wardrobe, actors, and of course, eighties tropes. Um, so before you answer, I'll run through a few of those. Uh, first and foremost, it's a slasher movie, very eighties. Death by sex. It's got. An ironic nursery tune, much like Nightmare on Elm Street. Santa's watching, Santa's creeping. Now you're nodding, now you're sleeping. <laughs> I don't see why that's creepy. Um, and in true 80s fashion, it has a pun-based title, like Chopping Mall, Silent Night, Deadly Night. So all that considered, and then the other categories. What are you thinking, Derek? This one's tough. Uh, the sound or the yeah, this well, it's not a soundtrack. It's um, a score. The score was interesting. A lot of synthesizers. Mm -hmm. I actually imagined you playing one of the the songs in the film. I forget which part, but um, you know, I'll I'll give the the, the score twenty um, slasher easy forty, but I I can't really give it much more than that. Some of the gore, so probably like a sixty five. Yeah, I mean, everything basically revolves around that it falls into that in 80s genre, but it doesn't like go above and beyond in any noteworthy way. And I don't think it crosses over outside of like that genre to hit 80s-ness in a broader scale. doesn't yeah. have any iconic 80s actors. The wardrobes were, I mean, he's wearing a Santa suit. That's not <laughs> 80s. Um, I don't, I mean, I guess... I, mean, I don't really remember the the secondary characters the way they were dressed to be like very 80s. I mean it was the ambiance. Yeah. Like oh, I will say um the the uh, setting for the deer antler kill um was wild. Um so they had a pool table downstairs. That's sort of an 80s 80s thing. But when you go upstairs they had like wood paneling and crazy wallpaper and it was tropical plants. Um hard to describe but a very 80s like interior decor in that one setting but in the toy store featured like 80s iconography um i can't remember what games they showed in the background of one scene but yeah yeah i, I would say around the 70 
All right. Let's give so, it a 68. Yeah. It's not going to crack the um, the top five of Terminator, 84 out of 84. Mm-hmm. Night of the Comet, another night movie, 83 out of 84. And Toxic Adventure, 82. So we've got some stiff yeah. competition at the top. But yeah, low 70s seems about right for this movie. What's your recommendation? Rewatch it, remake it, skip it all together? I think you should rewatch it. Yeah. Or watch it for the first time, as was the case with us. Yes. Definitely watch it if you haven't seen it. I mean, if you've seen it and you've kind of like Drew and I, where we like watching B horror films yeah. each year, then you'll rewatch it. But definitely watch it if you haven't seen it. It's it's an interesting movie. It's definitely are you gonna, not bad. Are you gonna check out any of the sequels? Um I think there's actually four of them. Four? <laughs> I don't know. And I don't there's know. a sort of and there was a remake. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way, but if somebody puts it on, I'm def- I'll watch for sure. Yeah, it's weird. We've watched a couple um, movies that have spawned like, for the most part, bad franchise. You know, not well regarded franchises, um, and we haven't continued on with the <laughs> with the rest of them. But yeah. maybe we'll get there in a future year. So, um, what about you? Yeah, I would I, I would recommend watching. I mean, you definitely have to be into slasher movies so if you know and if you haven't already seen this like a lot of people have probably already seen it it's it's in the upper i'm not the upper tier like it's it's in the you know middle ground of those of those movies not one of the worst not one of the best but slightly above average i would say (laughs) for the genre um which is all you need if you're into it um there was a remake of it called silent night i mean that's That's probably that's unnecessary it. yeah yeah they just <laughs> dropped the deadly part which was the good part of the name um and then like we mentioned earlier this is this is just continuing a long tradition of uh making christmas creepy um yeah. there's yeah. another movie i don't think that it's on our schedule to watch but you never know um that's coming out later this year um called don't open till christmas terror drives one santa claus into a house of wax <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh, it's the wax and plaster a real body warm flesh wet blood what <laughs> don't open until christmas <laughs> don't open till christmas so don't open till christmas is the reverse of this movie where it's a person who's just going around killing santas not a killer santa it's a killer oh. of santas Interesting. a santa killer a serial santa killer Yes, exactly. Um, so that that could be interesting. Um, but the reason we wanted to play that clip is because it mentions a wax museum, much like the one that we have stocked with all sorts of um, interesting items from our movie journeys. So what are we going to memorialize from Silent Night, Deadly Night, Derek? So we need more people to take more photographs in our wax museum. So I was thinking... Mm-hmm. You could have Buff Billy as murderous Santa Claus hanging you, but you just put your head into like one of those holes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking the axe. Mm. Which, <laughs> how is Just put the axe in there? Yeah. I mean, just give people <laughs> a, an axe. <laughs> a, a wax axe. A wax axe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They can wax off. And then wax <laughs> and then wax on. Yeah. <laughs> um okay. Well that's that's easy. Um next week we um are gearing up for some big uh blockbusters in December, but we wanted to go on a little side journey before that um into a weird uh creature feature. Woo pigs. <laughs> yeah. So Razorback, it's about a giant pig. <laughs> Are you excited? Based off that trailer, hell yeah. yeah. I I don't I've never heard about this. It's a Australian horror movie, but um we'll say that 
for next week. If you want to hear that discussion, you should subscribe to the podcast by searching New Release 1984 on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else. That's a wrap. Santa's watching, Santa's creeping, now you're nodding, now you're sleeping. Were you good for mom and dad? Santa knows if you...